Hello and welcome to Blackwells Presents. My name is Sean Kane. I'm a books journalist at The Guardian and a former bookseller of this parish, the wonderful and labyrinthine Blackwells Bookshop in Oxford. Independent Bookshop Week is part of the Books of My Bag campaign run by the Booksellers Association and seeks to celebrate independent bookshops in the UK and Ireland, particularly the booksellers who make bookshops what they are. All this week, we're sharing the stories of some of the booksellers at Blackwells in Oxford. And today, sitting in the old gaffer's office, is Becky, who works in the travel department. Hi, Becky. Hello. <laughs> so tell us your bookseller story. How did you become a bookseller? Um, it's a very good story, my <laughs> bookseller story. So I first started, my very first bookselling job was in London. In a, I was volunteering at an Oxfam bookshop in Highgate, and they didn't really have very many volunteers. And so I started there. And one day a week, I ended up running the bookshop because they really, they liked me and I liked doing it, <laughs> um, which was really fun. And I completely reorganized their whole shop, which I think... <laughs> you put different <laughs> sections. Yeah. You to build new sections yeah. and stuff. Yeah. And all advertising was all very organized <laughs> and that was fun. And then from that, I was like, oh, this is really fun, but I need some money because this was during my gap year. So I then applied. I went systematically in a very Becky kind of way around all the bookshops in my local kind of, well, in my, the bit of London I was living in. And I got an interview and got the job at Stanford's, the ah. world's largest map and travel bookstore. And um, I was there for just, I think, just over eight months because uh, then my annoying parents moved out of London, so <laughs> I had nowhere to live. Uh, but it was... It's so much fun because there were people from all around the world. So all the, even though it was a travel bookshop and you were, we were selling like all kinds of different travel books and maps and stuff, the people that you were working with was all, were also from around the world. Mm. So it was really fun. And I, I imagine you get like fascinating customers. Oh, and, and really, yeah. And we had people, I remember one day, we had there was some power cut and obviously they couldn't they couldn't fix it it was you know a real problem we had to shut the shop and we had people i'm not kidding like banging on the door <laughs> like saying but i've come all the way from edinburgh oh no <laughs> we're like oh my god <laughs> but we can't open it just for you <laughs> so yeah they loved that shop so that was that was great i loved that um, but then sadly i left and then i did some more travelling but then i the reason why I'm at Blackwells is, um, I don't know, some quite quite soon after that Stanford's experience. I don't think I'd ever been to Oxford and my dad took me to Oxford. We were for a day out and we came to Blackwells and I was just like, oh my God, this is amazing. I want to work here. Mm. Um, and, you know, life happened and I went to uni and did all the things one was supposed to do. And then I decided, actually, I don't need a philosophy degree to work in a bookshop. What I really want to do is work at Blackwells. So I moved to Oxford, uh, knowing no one. Um, <laughs> How brave. Um, not having a job. Um, <laughs> and I applied at Blackwells. And the only thing that was going was an online customer service advisor. And I got that. But they were like, you obviously don't want to do this you want to work in the shop and I was like yeah but you know nothing else is going mm -hmm. so like you just um, want to be in the, yeah I want to in, be in, in the, the shop, shop. yeah because yeah. at that time online customer services was not in the shop um and then the person that was interviewing me said well I'll talk to the shop and see what we can do 
I think the fact that they had someone that said, I've moved to Oxford because I want to work for you, <laughs> was quite a good sell. Um, <laughs> You're probably being quite keen at yeah. the job. <laughs> and so uh, I then had an interview with whoever was recruiting, and it was Heather at the time. And we sat in this very office, and it, I was like, this is the best interview ever. We just talked about books for yeah. like an hour and a half. <laughs> I actually had my job interview yeah. in this room as it's well, and we and spoke for an hour about yeah. books. So, like, you know, you're just in heaven. And uh, she was like, oh, well, the only thing we've got going is a Saturday job in philosophy. And I just escaped from doing philosophy at <laughs> university. So I was like, no, don't want that. And by this time, I'd got a Christmas temp job at Waterstones down the road. Oh, competition. Um, because I was like, oh, I just want to work in any bookshop. <laughs> and then Heather came back to me like two days later and was like, okay, you can have full time on the ground floor, but you start immediately. Uh, it was 10 days before Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> Baptism <laughs> by fire. <laughs> yeah. And I said to Waterstones, really sorry, but I actually really want to oh, work in Oh man, they must hate you. <laughs> and they were like, we'll give you a permanent position. I was like, no, I want to work for Blackwell. <laughs> so um, I left and um, started started here 10 days before Christmas 2009 mm. so that was my beginnings and you've been here ever since and apart I've from been a very small yeah, off apart, period apart from an off period where I tried something completely different worked in a GP surgery for a year just to see you know is this really what I want to do mm. um, and it is because I came back because I missed it so much mm. and um, I'm now in travel so yeah, yeah. <laughs> it all comes full circle. Yeah, Stanford full, exactly. <laughs> and now back in travel. So. <laughs> and and the interesting thing is that when you did that period away from the shop, you, yeah. you've said that you went to this GP office and everyone else was really stressed. And you were like, this is the most yeah. stress-free job it I've was, ever done compared to book selling. Yeah, it was not stressful <laughs> at all. People couldn't believe that a doctor's surgery was less stressful than a bookshop, but that's what it was like. Um, and so I kind of feel like I had a year off. Yeah. And then I people don't. You, do you think that people maybe over-romanticise book selling in a way? Yeah, like definitely. They think, oh, you work in a bookshop, you must read all day. Yeah. And like, yeah, I read at my during lunch break. I mean, I've never worked anywhere where you go into the staff room and you know, 90% of the time it's dead quiet because everyone is reading. <laughs> and that's so lovely. But apart from that, we're not reading all day. <laughs> So, do you know what made you want to be a bookseller? Um, there's just so many bits that I love. Um, I think, the, I suppose the main bit is interacting with customers and mm. talking about the things that you love. Like, when you've read a really good book and you can then recommend it to someone. Or you get to know your customers and you know what they like. And then they come back and they're like, oh, I loved what you recommended, Becky. Can, you know, can you recommend something else? When I was working in fiction, I had one lovely lady that used to come in with her elderly mother and um she her eyesight was kind of failing but we were kind of going on with the books as long as she could see and we you know I recommended some and she really really loved them she bought everything I recommended <laughs> and then she came back I don't know a few months later and was like I only want recommendations from you we <laughs> seem to have the same taste in books and I was like oh that's the dream. so nice <laughs> so I had lots of experience like that and that just you know makes your day because like you don't know what's going on in people's lives but if you can have a conversation a nice conversation about books it you know it can really Mm. do something for someone and for you so well that's always the thing that I that stays with me now are the interactions with particular people about like books that I've loved that they've they've put trust in me and they've yeah. gone yeah They're like I like what you like too yeah. and that and we've got a connection now yeah um 
apart from those sort of interactions, are there any memories of uh, that stay, stick out in your mind in terms of your? I think one of here? my favourite memories is um, we do this wonderful thing at Blackwells at Christmas time called um, Twenty Four Days of Kindness, and I think we've been doing it for a few years now. And how it works is. There are two books that get given out at the beginning of the day from um, one of the managers. One um, to, to, to do to two different members of staff. One member of staff has to give it to another member of staff. Just um, maybe they've seen something that's been really nice, or maybe it's a book that they know that their colleague would really like. And the other member of staff has to spontaneously give it to a customer during the day, all mm -hmm. free. It's all um, free books. And I remember that this was the first year that it was being done. We'd never done any thing like this before and I can't even remember what the book is that I was giving away to a customer um, but I, I picked someone who I'd never actually spoken to but she was a regular customer that used to come in um, kind of you know maybe once every few weeks and would browse and you know I, I knew her by sight and I just said you know I don't know, she looked stressed that day and I gave her the book and, you know, said, this is what we're doing. And I was so touched because about a week later, she came back in and she did, I, I don't know, she couldn't find me and she just, she left a note, um, she'd written a card for like, I don't know, she described me like bookseller with dark hair that gave me a book. <laughs> and so we didn't even know each other's names. And... It was the most heartfelt letter I think I've ever Aww. received because she was saying I was going through such a tough time in my life and I really couldn't really, I really couldn't deal with anything. She was having real problems with her children and there was all stuff going on in her life. But you, you gave me that book and it completely like restored my faith in humanity. Oh. And I still got the card. It was just so amazing. Do you remember what book it was? Oh, I can't remember what book it was. I don't, I mean, I think it didn't really matter what book it was. It yeah. was just that it was another, it was a fellow person that also liked books that was reaching out. And I think that happens more than we know in mm. bookshops. And yes. that's why I love it. <laughs> well, that actually sort of ties in what I was going to ask next about um, what it means to you to be part of the book yeah I, I mean it, it means everything um I suppose um I've I mean myself I've always loved books um I suppose you know not only have I chosen it as a job but um I'm a Quaker um and how I got into Quakerism was through books um because I'm a huge Iris Murdoch fan hmm. I, I thought we'd get through this um podcast without <laughs> me mentioning Iris Murdoch but we haven't um so I started reading one of her books um the first one I read was The Sea, The Sea, which mm. she won the Booker Prize for, which I loved. But basically, in all of her books, she mentions Quakers. And in one of her books, um, she describes a Quaker meeting, the philosopher's pupil. And I thought, oh, my God, this is amazing. I was brought up Catholic, and so this was a very different experience. And so I said to my dad one day, let's go. Um, and so we did. And... I'm now a Quaker and been for many years and big part of, you know, one of the, the other reason I moved to Oxford was Blackwells, but also a large Quaker community. So I kind of feel like books have like completely changed my life. They've mm. changed my like career and they've like made me who I am today. And so they, to be part of that is like incredible. Mm. I love it. It's a privilege. 
And so we've mentioned Iris Murdoch. Yeah. But because this is for Independent Bookshop Week. Yes. If customers coming in yes. during Independent Bookshop Week and they wanted five books. Yeah. And you're going to change their life somehow through yeah. books. What are the five books going to be? Well, I mean, it's a difficult one because if, it, if it's a ra if random people, I usually like to chat to them and see kind of what do they like, you know, what are they into? Because... Um, However much I'd love to give everyone an Iris Murdoch, I know she's not suitable <laughs> for everyone. Um, but uh, if you, if you, as an aside, if you've never read any, you should start with the Bell. I usually pe tell people to start with the Bell. But my the one, the one I give to if someone says I just want something that kind of makes you feel good, mm. just a really kind of good book, um, is the Penguin Lessons. Um, who is it by? Tom Michelle. That's it. It's a wonderful book. It's it's based on a true. It's, I mean, it is it is a true story. It's in our biography section, um, and it's about this teacher who travels to Argentina, and there's been this huge oil spill, and all these penguins have died, and it's really like sad. But there's this one penguin that is like still alive, but got oil all over him, and he takes the penguin back to his like hotel room, and like gets through lots of like flapping and stuff all the oil off and then the penguin comes lives with him in the boarding school he's teaching at in Argentina and it's just the most wonderful book <laughs> um I have to warn you it has got a sad ending but um oh, no. it is <laughs> won't, won't spoil no spoilers <laughs> um, um it's just it's what it's a really wonderful book so if you don't really know what to buy someone and they just want something that kind of makes you feel good mm. that would be a really good one um what else do i love um what have i read recently i'm reading a wonderful book at the moment called exposure i got given it when i went to the london book fair it's a really small publisher i think they're the um, the author's called Olivia Sudjik. Oh yes. Um, do you know that? Yes, one? I yes. do. Yes. Um, and I've just started. It's, it's great. Um, it's not a novel, but she she wrote a, at the beginning of this book is about her reflecting on her no her first novel that oh, she wrote. Oh, Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So I I'm enjoying that at the moment. Mm. Um, She's a wonderful writer. Yeah. So. Yeah, and so we've got the bell, we've got yes. the penguin lessons, yes. we've got exposure. Um, two more. What else? Two more. Um, let me think. Ah, well, I think considering I work in travel, I should pick a travel writing yes. book. My favourite travel writing book is called *The Shadow of the Sun* by Kapuscinski, mm. who was a um, journalist, and he travelled. Well, he travelled all around the world. All of his books are wonderful, but that one is particularly wonderful because I'm. I'm basically not a non-fiction reader. I tend to, you know, for every 10 fiction books, I might read one non-fiction book, but it better be very good. <laughs> <laughs> um, and The Shadow of the Sun, is, it, it's basically, it, it reads like a novel because it's got a really good story. And he, he goes from Cairo to Cape Town and he goes, it, it's, it's all the, he basically mentions almost every single country in Africa. And he does a very kind of really good kind of snippet of a history about kind of the background and the politics of what was going on then I can't remember when it was written but um and you really get a feel of how kind of all the different countries connect and I always recommend that to anyone that is wanting to go to Africa or wants to know more um it's a really really good one um and I suppose my last one let me think uh hmm I don't know I suppose a better children 
pick a children's book. Why not? A I'm lovely balanced list. Children's book. <laughs> well, I mean, I'm not even. I'm not. Yeah, this is terrible. I'm. I, I'm hoping that it's still in print. Um, and it's called The Rabbit Problem by Emily <laughs> Gravitt. Yeah, Do you know that definitely one? Definitely still in print. <laughs> oh, good. Um, it's fabulous. My my wonderful colleagues in in kids are so great because whenever a rabbit book comes in, I always get shown it. But this one is particularly <laughs> wonderful because basically the rabbits get you know the, it's a problem because the rabbits keep multiplying at the it's end that i am going to spoil this because at the end of the it's a picture book so uh, <laughs> you open it up and they're just rabbits exploding from the page <laughs> because another one of my loves the rabbits so that one has uh, a happy ending that's very happy ending <laughs> well thank you so much becky uh, that was wonderful yeah. and thank you for listening to this very special episode of blackwells presents if you'd like to get in touch do head to twitter and contact us on at blackwell oxford and at books are my bag from me sean kane happy reading